Welcome to the Photofax Podcast, episode 49. Uh, Robert, uh, we are ready to get this show on the road. This is our first of hopefully many interviews that we're going to do for the uh, Professional Photographers of America, PPA, <laughs> uh, for their convention, um, the Imaging don't USA. Be, don't be I'm so not... sure anybody's going to be on the show after they hear me on the show. I'm just saying. This uh-huh. could be the first and last. Sorry. Oh, I think okay. we're starting we're starting with the right speaker at the right time. That's yeah, what I that's what I think. Uh, anyways, for Imaging USA, he's going to speak uh Bure Perry, he's going to speak at uh <laughs> <laughs> We're going to murder mom? all these names. This is just going to be hilarious. What did I say? I just, to, I, just to, I just want to say all that time we spent on you pronouncing my name before we started really paid off for you in that last week. <laughs> <laughs> Bouray. Okay, Bouray. 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 Accent on the first syllable. Bouray. Bouray. Yeah. Bouray. Okay. Yes. We got that. All right. No, that's we great. don't that's have some, it. That's some quality audio content right there. Yeah, that was that was really good. And notice how he has really good audio, and we are like really not all that great. Well, that's speak for yourself. Uh, how do well, I sound? How do I sound? You can't pronounce his name. He doesn't really care what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get this show started. My uh, name is Robert, and yes, we're here with uh, Boo Ray. How's that? Is that pretty good? That was a good accent. That's good. That's good. Thank you. That was pretty awesome. And I'm going to say he's probably from L.A., being uh, Louisiana, not yes. lower Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I actually texted a friend of mine just a little while ago before the show got started. She's actually Cajun. She's up here in Oklahoma City. We're actually based out of Oklahoma City. And uh, I thought it was really funny because I typed in. I said, I'm going to be interviewing Boo Ray Perry. And she says, Boo Who? With a question mark. <laughs> and she just made it. I've never heard anybody with that name. So you have a very unusual name. Really? Wait a minute. She's, and she's Cajun and she's never now, heard anybody with no, that No, no, no. I've never heard of it. She says okay. she's got three cousins. You guys might be related. Yeah. For oh, yeah. yeah. I graduated high school with a guy named Boo Ray. See? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, let's talk about you, sir. We already found out that you were uh, previously a radio personality mm. in a previous life. Yes. But you although, know what? Although I built my first darkroom when I was 13. So, re- so really I was a photographer first, and then I was a radio, radio guy for 20 years, and then I came back to photography. So how, how did you come back to photography? Was this just like just happened? You retired and just went back to the next thing? No, I actually, um, I, was, I was in radio for 20 years, and then I retired, fell in love, got married, moved to Tampa, Florida. My wife built a very successful uh, real estate business, and then in 2007, when the crash hit, we lost everything. Uh, we, were, we, we bottomed out, and I didn't want to go back to radio, and the only other thing I was ever good at was photography. So I decided to, uh, to go that route and threw myself into it 60 hours a week and, and built a business. It took me about a year and a half to finally build it into something where I was making a living. And uh, and now that's what I do. And then my wife eventually started a company that actually synergizes with my company. So now you know she she owns a beach wedding company here in Florida, and I shoot weddings and events. So I shoot for her company. And let me tell you, nothing more fun than having the wedding planner be your wife. That's wow. about the worst worst possible situation you can be in in your life is to have the wedding planner actually be married to you. Because other wedding planners are like, you know, Mr. Perry, could you possibly do this? And then, you know, my wife is like, Boo Ray, come over here. I need a shot of this table this way. Do this and do that. And, you know, it's very demanding. Uh, but uh, on the flip side, I have a built-in uh, client. So it's a little bit of a benefit both ways. Okay, so you get to work with your spouse. Mm, every day, all day. 
Yeah, wow. Every day, all day. Yeah. Yeah. She's I a, get she, but, my spouse too, and we have, we're, we're still married. <laughs> yes. Well, that, I think that's a sign of a good marriage. You know, I mean, I love working with her. I spend all day with her. I work with her all the time, and I absolutely, I absolutely love it, despite the fact that she is the hardest planner to work for. Without a doubt, wow. the hardest planner. Yeah. No one else even knows my name when I'm there. Oh, she knows my name, and she uses it frequently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So our first interview with the first speaker at Imaging USA now is going to make me escalate my marriage with my wife because my wife is going to listen to this and say, oh, my God, say, Bure loves his wife, and they get along great. <laughs> so I'm seeing how... But listen, here's the thing, though. You have to know who's boss. And I use this when I want to be on the beach. I'll be on the beach, and I'll be working with a couple, and I'll be posing them and shooting them, and my wife will be standing there, and she'll be telling me what to do, and I will say to this groom who's been married now for two minutes, and I'll say, <laughs> I hope this is a lesson for you, because as you can see, I am an award-winning professional photographer, and you see who's in charge, right? <laughs> oh, yes, me. absolutely. Yeah, it's not me. It's her. <laughs> it's definitely her, but that's, that is awesome. Okay, so just on a serious note, Let's talk about the program you're going to deliver at Imaging USA. What okay. do you want the students? I don't know. If, do we call them students? Do we call them attendees? Attendees. Attendees. Let's call them attendees. That seems like politically correct. What would yeah. you like the attendees to get from your um, your your presentation? Wow, that's a great question. I haven't really thought about my presentation at all, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I like this guy. Still this trying to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, no, I tell you, I tell you where I came from. Here's the here's where it came from. I went to um, Imaging USA two years ago in Atlanta, and I spent the whole time watching programs and taking notes uh, because I know it's going to start speaking around the state the, the next year. And um, I get a lot of people who come to me and want to work with me. You know, we, we get those calls. You know, someone's, I'm new to photography. I want to come work with you. Can I follow you? Can I shadow you? And because I do so many weddings, I do about 100 weddings a year. Because I do so many, I get a lot of those people. Uh, and, uh, yeah, because we do destination brides. So I do, uh, you know, 15 to 20 big weddings. But I do one-hour wedding and two-hour weddings on the beach. I do two or three of those a week sometimes. Okay. And, uh, so I get a lot of people who come to me and they want to work with me and I began to notice a trend in the things that they weren't paying attention to or the things they weren't learning. Uh -huh. And I also, and I also, so I, I thought, well, I can talk about that. But then I also began to notice the photography, wedding photography in particular and how it's changing in the market. You're talking to a guy who lost everything. I lost everything in 2007 and I had to start over. So I am constantly on the lookout. I don't want to lose everything again. So I'm always watching where's the market going, how are things changing because I want to stay on top of it. I mean, you, there's, a, there's lots of guys. You go to the conventions, you talk to the guys who shot film. You talk to the guys, the dinosaurs, right. the guys who are great. And they'll tell you they don't shoot weddings anymore. And a lot of times it's because they didn't change. Weddings changed and they didn't change with them. Right. So I don't want to be that guy. I want to be sure I'm always changing. So um, kind of what I'm talking about the program is a lot of the trends that are happening in the weddings now and the things that I think if you want to be a successful wedding photographer, the things you need to do to stay successful, to get successful, and to become a good shooter. Uh, so that's really kind of what I talk about in the program. Uh, plus there is, there's a point where I take my pants off, which is entertaining. Oh! <laughs> I will be at your platform class. Yes, that is awesome there. right there. <laughs> I think I should tweet that. Come to Imaging USA and see Boo Ray Pantless. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just, I met a lot of people who they, they focus on like one little thing, and I think that there's like for me there's six things. I think the, the the one of the biggest things you need to be able to do as a wedding photographer nowadays you can't just be a guy who documents the day. 
You can't be somebody who says, well, that's, that's me. You need me there to document the day. Because, you know, look at what your cell phone can do now. Oh, yeah. Within five years, within five years, every cell phone on the planet is going to be able to shoot at 3,600 ISO with minimal grain. You can count on it. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. That, yeah, so the idea that they need you there for the getting ready pictures because you're the only one with the camera good enough to take those pictures is bull. Everyone in the room is going to have a camera that can take those pictures. So you better be able to produce something at the getting ready stage at the church, at the reception, during the dancers, during the cake cuttings. You better be able to produce something during the entire course of the day that is going to be so good, so unique, that they feel they simply must have you there. Otherwise, what's going to happen is we're going to start getting brides who only hire us for three hours. Right. And we can't make a living. We can't make a living on a three-hour Saturday. Right? So we have to give them a reason to hire us two hours before. They have to give us a reason to keep us for all four hours of the reception. You know, and you've got to really be able to step up your game and, and, and be very, very good. And, you know, the Pinterest effect has, has, is, is changing things for us drastically, uh, where the brides are coming to you now with all these pictures from Pinterest. Can you please reproduce these 10 pictures from the top two, 10 photographers in the world that were called from the very best weddings they shot over 100 weddings? Can you do all 10 of these, please? Well, yeah. uh, I can take a shot, you know, and <laughs> the better shot you take, the better chance you have of being able to get that bride. Wow, that that's act. You know, you've I I shoot weddings as well, and it's kind of I'm a passion about it. And uh, I've always told the new photographers, I'm fifty. How old are we now, Jim? Fifty two. Fifty one. Fifty one. Fifty two this year. Okay, because Jim and I are actually twins. We were born the exact same day. Wow. So I I tell all the new photographers coming in that as you do wedding photography. The brides always stay the same age. You get older, and you have to find yeah. some way of bridging that gap. And yeah. I have to admit, there's a lot of times that I talk to them, and we just don't connect. The, right. the connection doesn't happen. Right. I would prefer to call somebody on the phone than send 30 texts in the middle of the afternoon with changes. So, right. But right. anyway, but right. I think the program is going to be fantastic. Well, thank that you. Is, thank you. And, and what is, you just talked about, I think, is a big thing, too. And I talk about that uh, as well, is, uh, is connecting with your brides and... It's funny, you know, I started off like everybody else, I think, with weddings where you're like, um, you know, I have a passion for photography and I have a, you know, there's, there's certain things people use, on, everyone seems to use on the websites, you know, talking about how they like to do what they do. And what I discovered over the years was, um, you know, the images are first. If the, if the brides like your images, that's the first step. That's going to get you in the door with the bride. But after that, they really have to like you. And this is especially true when you're talking about, you know, younger brides now. Uh, the oh, millennials... Yeah. The millennials, it's very much about a personal connection, you know, and I'm not the guy who they're going to make a connection with because I'm just like them. So how are they going to make a connection with me? And so the connection I try to make with my brides is that I'm the fun guy who also is so extremely professional that you don't have to worry about any problems on your wedding day because I am a professional with the right gear and the backup gear and the insurance and all I, I dot all the T, I's and cross all the T's for them. So it's a little bit more of a daddy situation a lot of times I think you know, with the younger brides. But if but that's my angle because that's what I've got. You know, you can't try and be something that you're not and I'm never gonna be you know, I've got a friend of mine who's got a business in Ohio and she's like young late twenties maybe. And when you hire her, you hire her because she's the girl you want to hang out with. Well, right. I'm not gonna be yes. I'm not gonna be that person. You know, so to try and be that person is not going to work for me. So what you have to do is figure out who you are and then and then represent that to people. I think a lot of people have a hard time booking brides because they try to pretend to be something that they're not. And I think people see through it. Wow. That's, you know, that's actually incredible. I had a, a very good friend of mine that I was learning wedding photography, or actually relearning wedding photography. 
and uh, he had made a comment about dress the way, dress for the weddings you want to shoot. So, you know, I had like these nice pants, nice shoes. He even made me buy cufflinks. And if he's out there listening to this right now, I still have the cufflinks, but I'm not <laughs> going to wear them anymore. And when I would talk to these brides, I felt as though I was like, you know, uh, Bubba Gump in a James Bond outfit. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to connect with these people. And finally I said, Hey, I am who I am. If they book me for who I am, great. And if they don't, you know what? They deserve to have somebody, a wedding photographer, that they do connect with. Because we're yes. there all day long. So I, I love your insight and the direction you're going on this. And I think that a lot of photographers are going to really need this program. I think it's going to well, be great. It's a, it's, a, it's a fun program, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm coming across pretty serious today, but my program is actually uh, quite entertaining. I'm pretty goofy, to be quite honest. <laughs> That's awesome. Program. But, um, I mean, it covers a lot of ground. I, you know, I think it's a pretty good program. I've done it all over the state of Florida and, um, and all the guilds here, and uh, it's, just, it's, it's entertaining and it's fun, and most of the guilds have me back the next year. Uh, for another program, so I think I've got a pretty good uh, recidivism rate. <laughs> the best part about my program is the best part about my program is that um, there's uh, it's the day after the Super Bowl, so oh. there's uh, yeah it's in the morning it's about eight a.m. So if you come to see my program, unlike other programs, there's a chance at some point I may pause to throw up. So <laughs> that, that's really something that I've got that you're just not going to, you're not going to find that, you know, Hanson Fall is not going to be thrown up during the middle of his program, you know, Tim yeah. Kelly not thrown up during his program, but me, yeah, I could be thrown up because it's the day after the Super Bowl. Oh, that is going to be awesome. Okay, so listeners out there, if you happen to come to uh, his program at Imaging USA, please bring a garbage bag, some NJs, <laughs> and some extra coffee just to get him through his program. There you go, there you go. Over to you, Jim. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, I see here you 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 know one of the, the bullet points was tr tricks and tips you can use every day to better you know to be a better photographer. So can you share like a, a teaser, some kind of teaser that you're gonna sh talk about or anything Ooh, like that? Um, absolutely, I can tell you. I can tell you that um, when I would work with other photographers who would want to come learn, and <clears throat> then you would I would talk to them a week or two later. And I would say, so have you been working on the, this or have you been working on that? And they'll say either, oh, well, I haven't had time or I haven't had anybody I could shoot. And to yeah. me, that's like you might as well just be saying to me, oh, by the way, uh, Bure, I have no plans to actually be a professional photographer. Because if you, if you want to be a professional <laughs> photographer, you need, to be, you need trigger time. You know, it's the 10,000-hour the rule. You should be shooting every single day. You should be creating problems for yourself and seeing if you can solve them. I, you know, I can remember being in my living room and saying, okay, I'm at a wedding and my remote just went down. Uh, how am I going to solve this problem on the spot? Oh, well, I can go to the infrared system that's built into the Canon Flash. Do you know how to use the infrared system that's built into the Canon Flash? No. Well, you're going to spend the next hour familiarizing yourself with it so you do know how to use it. Because you you can't afford to not have your backups and not know how to use them, and you know, and then I would go into my room and set up a camera with a remote and take a hundred pictures of myself with a bounce card bouncing in every direction, and then go look at them and, and then Photoshop and figure out which one do I like to light the most on, so that I know how I want to use my bounce card to get the optimum effect that I'm looking for. And so many people don't want to do that. You know, it's like when they come to you and go, "What settings do you use when you shoot a reception?" What are you oh, kidding me? God. You know, what do you mean, what settings do I use? I'm all over the map. It depends on the reception. It depends on the light. It depends on how can I drag the shutter or not. It depends on a million rules. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is you've got to shoot every single day. You know, you've got to 
create problems for yourself and then see if you can solve them because I think that a big part of being creative is having your mind free from the pressure of being scared. You know, yeah. when you get to the point where you're walking into a wedding and you don't have butterflies in your stomach, it frees you up to think about what can I do that's creative here because I don't have to worry about, I know the first dance pictures or whatever, I got that. No problem. That's not going to be a problem. So now you're thinking ahead. What else can I do? What, you know, you're looking around. Where can I find the creative, the picture that's going to go on my website, the picture that's going to bring me a client? That's what you need. If you're so focused into trying to get through the day, you're not going to be able to create something that's going to elevate you above everybody else who's in your field. Wow. That's okay. Stuff. Uh, I wouldn't say I was a teaser, man. I just got squeezed. <laughs> well, listen. Let me let me let me, let me, let me be perfectly clear. If you ask me to say something, you can just take a nap and go get a drink and come back in an hour. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Once I start going, we love this problem. I love it. I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, it. Okay. One more thing to ask. Um, <laughs> yes, God. Please, only one more thing, Ray. We don't have no. enough time. No, it's all good. Uh, so, how do you feel about the importance of of PPA? What What's the importance of PPA? You know, I've gotten so much out of it, um, and I was reluctant. Well, not I was reluctant to join my local guild. I joined PPA early on because oh, it's insurance. You know, oh, you get insurance and you and uh, you know and you get the magazine. Yay! You get to say you're in PPA. Uh, so that's what I did. And then uh, a short time after that, I joined my local guild, which um, really, I think, gave back to me a lot. Uh, but it also made me much more aware of PPA and what PPA can do for you. Um, I'll say to anyone who's never been to the convention, it's everything that people say it is. Uh, yes, you will have the best time you've ever had at a PPA convention. I mean, you're surrounded by everybody. Everybody within 100 feet of you knows exactly what depth of field means. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> you know, you, you, no matter where you go, you sit down to get a bite to eat, and you can get into a discussion about cameras with the guy sitting at the table next to you. You know, everybody knows it, it's fantastic, and, yeah. and you will learn so much. Uh, but the organization itself, um, the the longer I'm in it, the more valuable uh, that I think it is, and the more um, oh, it's going to sound hokey, but it, it, but you kind of feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. You know, I mean, all the work that they do. You know, at first, I think you you start off thinking that you're it's like this, uh, it's like this company, and you're just signing up, and then eventually you come to realize, no, you you are a PPA. You know, they have a you know, we are a PPA. You can contact the president and talk to the president. It's not like you know, we are PPA. Everyone who's in PPA is a part. If you have problems, if you if you have questions, if you want to do stuff, you'll find people to talk to you about it. Everybody I've ever encountered with the PPA has been genuinely interesting. Genuinely nice and genuinely concerned with helping me, so I've, yeah. I've I've really enjoyed being a member of PPA much more than I thought I would because traditionally I'm the I'm the guy who sits in the back of the room and makes fun of people, you know. <laughs> I'm not the you know what I mean I'm not the joiner, you know. <laughs> you know, like I'm on the board of directors for my local guild, and they asked me for three years before they finally got me to do it because I'm like I I don't want to be I'm not I want to I'd rather sit back in the room and make fun of you guys and actually step up and do something. And uh, and that's me. But um, once you get into it, then you suddenly realize, wow, it's it's so extremely worthwhile to be involved. Oh, this guy's awesome. He's gonna he's gonna get extra hugs at Imaging USA. I'm telling you right now, yeah. this is gonna be awesome program. Okay, how we doing on time, there, Jim? Oh, I haven't been keeping track. I don't even see it. <laughs> I, don't, that's good I don't even see a timer on here. But it's all good. I don't really care. 
It's um, a, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. It's a podcast, right? So it's not yeah. like you've got to you've got to get off the air because the local yeah. news is coming no, up. I mean, no, we're, yeah, I've never yeah. understood the whole why pod. I don't understand why podcasts have a set length to begin with. Why, why, you know, why is it just you know yeah. we stop when we run out of stuff to talk about? We, well, we, we, we try and do that, but a lot of the prisoners that listen to the podcast do have to go back to their cells at a certain time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they only have an allotted podcast a, a lot of time a month. Yes, yes, they only get so much data on their cell phone. They stole from the guard. And that's a large percentage <laughs> of your audience, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, actually, you would be surprised on our audience mm. on what our numbers are. It's pretty uh, insane, the three people we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he thinks we're joking, but we're really not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wrap us up, Jim. Okay, so uh, I think that we're good. Um, I think that this is going to be an awesome class. Uh, I don't know that I'll come because... <laughs> wow! That's the endorsement I was hoping for. I just thank don't, you so much. I don't see thank you. Thank you so much. I did, you know, no, I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of promotions. And never has anyone endorsed me so wholeheartedly. <laughs> that was said, awesome, Jim. I'm definitely no, here, not coming to your show. Here's what I here's what I will say is I want to come to your class and like sneak in and see you uh you know take the pants off. That's what you know. Yeah. Listen, you, know, oh, really, you know what, Jim? Really. You really shouldn't have gone there. That's the only reason you go for the class, dude. <laughs> Really, okay, the most value, the most value you can get, Ooh. the most value you can get out of me, really, is to catch me in the bar at ten o'clock that night. That's where you're really going to get your money's worth. Done. I'm going to bring gonna the happen. iPad and the microphone because we're mobile. We're going to be mobile all over that place. All right. and we're going to be recording, and I'm going to come in there and try to get you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know I'll what? We're going to have the bazinga, the bazinga question. So, what's going to be yeah. the bazinga question, Jim? Well, you're the one that came up with that idea. I don't okay, know. Okay. Well, we wanted to have something completely out of the ordinary that listeners are just not prepared to know about our speakers. So since he brought up the bar, okay, so I would say, what's your favorite drink at the bar? What are you going to order? Uh, well, it's actually changed. See, now, you, now you've now you done that thing where you've asked a question where you guys can take a break because I'm going to oh. be here for a while. Right. Because now gonna, Let's light yeah, it up. That's right. I'm going to lean my, back my, here. Uh, my uh, my good friend Gary Hughes, who's a, a photographer in Orlando, and uh, Gary actually coined the term LOL when he was in college. Uh, Gary uh, likes to make fun of me because it's impossible to know me for more than five minutes without finding out that I had cancer about three years ago. It's like a running joke that I tell everybody I had cancer three years ago because I had tonsil cancer, which is the irony of that being a professional announcer for so long is hilarious, and it changed my taste buds. So I used to drink Crown Royal and Diet Coke all the time, and now I don't. It doesn't taste good to me anymore. So what I do like, one of the few things I like to drink is iced tea. So if a bar has iced tea vodka, oh my god, oh. That's it. I'm there. Give me an actual iced tea with iced tea vodka, and I'm camping right there for the night. I'm as happy. <laughs> as you can be. Yeah. That that's absolutely incredibly insane, man. I'm gonna find this guy. I am gonna find Bouray. And oh, that was Greek with him. Just, he's just trying desperately to say my name right I am. Isn't he? I am. He's, he's trying so fact. bad. I want to go to the bar with you. class on how to get back up on your good side. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I'm not going to come to your class. Really? You said that on, on live? Podcast, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. It's like going on Letterman and they go, no, I haven't seen your movie. Yeah, you haven't seen yeah. your movie. No, it sucks. It's horrible. Thank you so much, Jim, for our first hey. interview. <laughs> hey, leave it to me. You know, I'm the guy to make fun of in this in this little little podcast here. So, well, yeah, listen, I, you know, I, I the only thing I've got going for me with my 8 a.m. class is I think that's the only class on wedding photography at 8 a.m. 
uh, the day after the Super Bowl. But I do want to throw another shout out. There's another class at 8 a.m. There's a lot. There's, I think, four classes at the same time as mine. But one of them is a friend of mine who is a fantastic portrait artist uh, named Tim Kelly. And Tim Kelly is, is, is unbelievable. Uh, this is a guy who's done it all and shot it all. And he's at the same time as me, which I thought was funny because, really, you know, there's only like two guys from Florida and you're going to put us against each other at the convention. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but luckily he's all portraits and I'm all weddings, so hopefully there won't be much overlap. But I expect that room is going to be me and like the three women who don't care about the Super Bowl. They're going to be the ones that everyone else will be sleeping in. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just go ahead and bring my wedding dress and I'll pop in to see you then. Hey, you could pose. I can I, I can do the posing. I've actually done that before. Very funny when Hanson Fung had me pose. It was really not very uh, elegant at all. No, no, no Hanson Fung's pretty guy. Oh, he's pretty awesome. Well, we want to thank you so much for being on the podcast and having the great sense of humor. And I, I got to tell you, I'm going to be at the class, uh, whether I'm throwing up or not. And uh, I didn't realize there was a Super Bowl game until you mentioned it. Are the Saints playing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. My biggest fear when they first booked me was that um, the Titans would play. Because if, I mean, if you're in Nashville and the, and, the, and the Tennessee team is in the Super Bowl, well, then everyone would really be paying attention oh, to that, yes. right? And yeah. no one would be up for a class at 8 a.m. Uh, but I don't think the Titans can make it. I, don't, I didn't watch football this year. I, I haven't watched it either. I didn't either. It'd be, it'd be bad. It'd be really. Fun. I can't watch. I can't. I'm, on on Sundays, if I have a wedding on Saturday, it's basically a bottle of Advil and a fifth of vodka for the entire day. I really don't know <laughs> what's going on, because as you guys know, the older we get, the harder it is to bounce back from eight oh, hours God. on your feet. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it's really hard. You know, we yeah. tell our clients we only shoot one wedding a weekend so we can focus on their needs. But the truth is, I just can't get out of bed on Sunday. Yeah, you have to focus on your knees. Yes, on my knees, all right. And you've got it easy. I mean, you're up there in Dust Bowl country. It's all flatland and scrub brush and sage where you live. Me, I'm on the beach. So it's like, you know, try trudging on the beach with 30 pounds of gear on your hip. Yeah, yeah. I have oh, to yeah. carry everything. I can't, I can't roll a wheeled cart where I'm with my gear on. I have to carry everything on my body when I go out. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. I could just yeah, take so like my, yeah. two, my, my two iPhones and one Android phone and get all my images done. That's it. I wish I wish I wish I could do that. And 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 next time we do this, uh, we'll get into a whole discussion about why Sony, I mean why uh, Canon and Nikon won't get off the stick and come out with good mirrorless cameras. Oh, are we gonna get on that? I'm just no, we're not gonna get on it now. But I'm saying that's something okay. that, that, you, that 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 I'm that, that's a big thing with me because I think that Sony and Panasonic and Fuji are gonna carve out a piece of the market. Quickly, because guys like me would gladly switch to mirrorless in a minute if it meant I didn't have to carry around that 20-pound brick of a 5D Mark III that I carry around for seven hours on a Saturday. <laughs> okay, you know, we just got to touch on this since you brought it up. I just bought a Fuji. Actually, my wife gave me a Fuji 100X. I have X100. the X100S. I yes. have the X100S. I love it. And I put on my motorcycle, and I use that now. Instead of carrying just the body in a 50 or 35, I just mm -hmm. use that little body on the motorcycle, and it's, it goes with me everywhere. Yeah. And I was absolutely blown away at the quality that this $500 point-and-shoot camera is right. able to produce. So I, I kind of put it in black-and-white mode and just took a couple of shots at a few weddings just as a candid camera. Just pick up real quick, pop a shot, not even really thinking, and wind up selecting a few of those images of that camera because I could not believe how well it was. It was incredible. Right. All right. I was on the sidelines yesterday at the Outback Bowl shooting, 
and um, I had that camera with me specifically because I have a Wi-Fi card in it. So for taking pictures of myself, you know, like, hey, here's Boo Ray with the, the mascot. Here's Boo Ray. I'm putting it on Facebook, <laughs> stuff like that. I wanted to be able to, to live feed it. And, I, and then later I put pictures I actually took with my 5D Mark III on Facebook, and I challenge you to tell me which pictures were taken with the Canon and which pictures were taken <laughs> with the Fuji X100S. I know. That's incredible. And I think it's so. And I bought it for the same reason you did, because my wife was yelling at me that I never take any pictures of the family. And it's because I don't want to carry that big camera with me all over Disney World or wherever we happen to be. But the Fuji X100 is so small and so light, and I carried it all around New York for four days, and I took a million pictures, and um, and I love it. And if they will come out with the glass, if they will just get the glass to equal, you know, the good glass you can get with a Canon or a Nikon, right, right. And and they need a faster way to move your focus point. Because you don't, there's no toggle on the back of the camera. For a wedding photographer, you know, we need to be able to swing that focus point around really fast. You give right. me those two things, and I will absolutely jump to a mirrorless camera, and 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 give up the uh, DSLR. Well, you know what? We're actually going to have an opportunity to talk to some vendors at Imaging USA for some right. podcast, and uh, I think we're going to have to go hit those guys up and just ask them. Hey, here's a Bazinga question: When's the mirrorless cameras coming out? Yes, and you know who you should also talk to is uh, Miller's uh, Miller's Lab uh, because uh, Miller's Lab pays me money. So talk to them. Okay, <laughs> we can do that. That's my Actually, sponsor. Jim Miller's just Lab. signed up to Miller's. Yeah, yeah Miller's just... is sponsoring me. I gotta throw a shout out to Miller's. I'm on the speaking team, and they're sponsoring me at Imaging, and and uh, they're just a fantastic lab. And I do about twenty to thirty albums at least with them every year, and I'm a big fan. Oh, good. Ooh. Who else do you have for sponsors? Speak them out. Get them out there. Oh, that's nobody it. Just Miller's. Nobody, oh, nobody else is. Nobody else is. Uh, everybody else is afraid to take on a piece of me. Uh, <laughs> only Miller's. Only Miller's is big enough to weather the storm of negative criticism that will come their way at some point when I say something bad. Anyone oh, that's know? crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just Miller's. They're my only sponsor. That's awesome. Well, listen, it was great talking to you. Hey, Jim, go ahead and sign us off. I actually got somebody at the freaking door trying to deliver an okay. album or something. So All I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to mute for real quick. You sign us off. Boo Ray, it was great talking to you, sir, and we will see you at Imaging. All right. Oh.